Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. So hi, I'm Tash. I'm George. And we're on the Big Scuba, Scuba Podcast. Podcast with Gemma and Ian. Hey! <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Narked at 90, so let's find out a bit more about them. Narked at 90, their tagline has been beyond technical, which describes them pretty well. John Routley and Brent Hudson launched the company over 20 years ago. They are both technical divers who have logged thousands of mixed gas dives between them over a 30-year period. Using their engineering know-how and diving expertise have developed bespoke personal, commercial and military diving equipment and products of a universally recognised unparalleled calibre. Their ability to be adaptive and versatile with their developments led them to support the NHS during COVID. Using their superior knowledge of breathing and oxygen monitoring systems to help develop emergency ventilators. They also design and supply the sneaky stuff used by defence-based development groups throughout the Western world, although they can't tell us much about that. If you're thinking of moving across to tech diving or completely new to diving, Narked at 90 can advise and guide on the best equipment and setup for your personal or commercial requirements. Narked at 90 have unparalleled experience of shearwater dive computers and are the longest serving and sole and UK European service centre for those. They are happy to offer technical support, servicing, repairs and upgrades to all shearwater computers, past and present. Narked at 90 stock shearwater computers, but are also stockers and technical support centre for many other manufacturers, including Divesoft, JJCCR, Hollis, Revo and Kiss Rebreathers. Based centrally in the UK, Narked at 90 also offer full rebreather head servicing for selected manufacturers. Bespoke cable assemblies. Advice on specific fitting requirements. Suggestions and guidance for home builds. Computer laser cutting and engraving. Pressure testing to simulate 400 metre dives. So, Narked at 90, a reputation built on supporting both manufacturers and divers worldwide. Go to narkedat90.com and make sure you are following their social media to keep up to date with their latest news and offers. Narked at 90, large enough to cope, small enough to care. Hello and welcome to the middle of a lake <laughs> in Norfolk. Yes, this is the Big Scuba Podcast and we are on... Our sea lion boards. Yes, we on... have gone... Uh, well, we thought we'd try something a bit different. You know us, we like to try something a bit different. And uh, yeah, we are in the middle of a lake, literally in the middle of a lake. In, in a Norfolk. rain, nice rainstorm, um, but it's nice. Who and warm. ordered rain? I don't know. The sun disappeared. This wasn't when we got the part of the forecast, but we have swans, we have ducks, and all sorts. So uh, yeah, not diving today, but we are paddleboarding this On morning, the water. Yeah. and it's. Well, it was nice until the rain started. Yeah, so we took it as an opportunity to get on the sea lion boards. and. Uh... Yeah, here we are. Um, so, welcome to this podcast. Uh, yes, this is a scuba diving podcast, <laughs> but uh, uh, we're on a paddleboard. Anyway, um, so I hope the sound's all right. We're not doing the whole thing on, on this, but we just thought it'd be... Uh, bit of an intro. So bit of an intro, yeah. and we'll add this to the social media later. And if you want to check out Sea Lion Boards, um, go to www.sealionboards.com. Yeah, and um, why is it when you rain, you always feel like this urge to go, 
rain drops keep falling on the heat. It's quite pretty on the lake, isn't it? today yes. <laughs> happy 21 today yeah so this is your birthday edition tash and uh, we enjoyed talking to you and that will follow shortly and uh, but right now uh, Gemma's now going to sing happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear tash happy birthday to you Woo-hoo! <laughs> there we go right on to with the podcast well paddleboard has been yeah, good just... it's been really nice we're we've got this um, great big lake in the middle of norfolk and not don't live too far away from it and it's awesome isn't it, it is yep so we had both sea lion boards out today yeah uh which are really good what's the name of them boards Ripoka and the otaga yeah yeah which yeah. are really nice boards and uh, they look really good and um we swapped over today didn't we yeah yeah, yep, yeah so. they're good and uh, good touring and good boards to start on well made you get everything in it don't you get the pump yeah that you can change from one to two cylinders and then uh, for three, you know, it all makes it easy. Yeah, they come in a backpack that you can put on your back yeah. and uh, sort of transport them around to the location you're at. Yeah, but everything's in there. Pump, fin, uh, there's a leash in there as well. So you've got yeah. everything and a, and a lovely paddle. They well. are. Um, so uh, we like to get out on the water. Sometimes you can't always dive, uh, but it's nice to get out on the water and enjoy it, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, so we had a lot of fun. Weather <laughs> rained a bit, didn't it? It did. First time yeah. I paddleboarded in quite torrential rain, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've seen plenty of wildlife, plenty of ducks, swans, ducks, fish. Fish, yep. That are underwater. Did you know that? Fish are underwater. <laughs> Gemma cleared that up for me earlier. <laughs> I said, look, there's a fish underwater. Underwater. Which is really cool. Anyway, so that was just in the moment. That's quite it was a big exciting. Carp, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's quite big, wasn't it? So this is actually also a fishing, big fishing lake here. Um, so we've got the fish, we've got the sailing club, but we've also got a big fishing uh, contingency here as well. So we have to, you have to be careful you don't get tangled up in the lines and whatever. Well, it's just respecting people's. Yeah, everybody. Privacy. It's a big bit of water that everybody want to use. So uh, um, yeah, so that is really nice. Yeah, yep. So we had a good time. So look out for sea lion boards. Just go to the website www.sealionboards.com. Yeah. And if you use our code, they have just had a sail on. So They've got a sail on. They have at the moment. They yeah. have. Yeah. So if you use our code Big Scuba, you'll get sale price plus a little bit more discount. There you go. So Stick with us. We save you money. Yeah. So it's definitely worth do doing. Yeah. And make the most of the summer that we've got left, and get out on the water. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, also, um, just want to say thank you for you know listening. We you know do appreciate our listeners um, who tune into our nonsense every couple of weeks. So it's really good, and um, you know we we enjoy doing this, and it's always good to share stories of um, our you know the divers that we come across and. You know, we've got a great lineup of people who are coming on as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, but if you've got anybody you want to recommend to come on the podcast, or if you yourself are interested, yeah. drop us a li- message, drop us a line. Or if you've got that last breath, you know, uh, come on. Well, there's a hint. Yeah. So, but we like variety of guests as well, don't we? And we do. We've got to. Uh, diving to is up. a very diverse um, sport. 
We've yeah, and we wanted to get Tash and George on because um, they're quite well known um, in the diving community, and um, obviously they, you know, they have their regular trips. And um, it sounded like an awesome trip that they were going on. So we wanted to get the download from them as well, didn't we? Yeah, and then if obviously anybody's interested in looking at future trips they have, they yeah. can go to their Facebook group, and uh, you can see what they've got on offer. So yeah. They, yeah. And they seem to have trips, several, well, quite a few trips each year, and they've got plans for 2024, 2025, which is uh, yeah. really good. Have you listened to the last episode? I hope you enjoyed that. That was the boys from Night at 90 talking about their early days um, on the uh, in the water. You know, going down, you know, diving actually knowing the kit is going to break and you're going to take some spanners down with diving you. with spanners yeah. and screwdrivers yeah. yeah that takes some doing yeah um so uh yeah have a listen to that if you haven't listened to that it's, it's, yeah. it's a really good one and they're obviously sponsors of the podcast so yeah do look them up they've got a good website and uh yeah just keep following us and we'll be promoting if you wonder what that noise is someone's got a pump and they're blowing up their paddleboard so uh, that's they're taking the easy way out maybe we should have done that no, it's a bit of exercise. <laughs> we were warm when we got on the water. Yeah. yeah it's all arm exercise. It exercises. is. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's Tash and George and our previous episodes. We haven't been diving, but we've got some plans to go. Well, we're in the pool on Tuesday, aren't we? In the pool this coming Tuesday. I think Scuba Honey is is going to be joining us. Um, she's going to do some more skill, practice some skills, take yeah. the mask off and stuff like that. Um, we are potentially diving next weekend yes so just wait so the question see. is you know is do we go somewhere where you know the visibility is not particularly great at the minute and honey's going to be coming with us yeah so she's obviously or we go somewhere else so mm. uh, we're kind of not sure at the minute um and also we are then a few weeks time back at the farms which is a big favorite of mine i love the farms. looking forward to that yep so yeah. that will be that's towards the end of the yeah. month annual july pilgrimage up to Farne Islands in Northumberland yeah. and then we are at Lundy seeing uh, Ben and his family uh, look forward to seeing them aren't we yeah and hopefully some seals yeah and some seals no whelks <laughs> sea snails yeah no so we're there to so we're gonna have a dive and we're gonna have a snorkel as well so show yeah look forward to that both yeah. both sides of it and then we're back at the farms in september yeah so we've got plenty and of diving hopefully a bit of in a bit of diving in between that as well somewhere maybe local maybe stony i don't know I see and the north norfolk diving has started uh, yes. yes so yes. that's a possibility but it's just we've got to have the weather conditions Right, and they have been a bit blowy just recently, so it's not been the easiest entry no. or exit. So we've kind of left it for the And moment. we do work full time as well, so work does get in the way. Yeah, but we try and fit everything in, don't we? So, yeah, and yeah. we might be doing something with Ford a bit later on in the year as well. So we're, we're, we're kind of keeping fingers crossed on that one. Yep, we're always spinning plates and juggling balls. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you? I'm not. I don't do any juggling balls, thank you. <laughs> what you do in your own Spinning time, place. that's up to you. You heard it here first, viewers. I'm saying the wrong things today. <laughs> yeah, you certainly are. On, anyway. on that note, I think we should get Tash and George on, I think. Uh, so, um, I do. we might as well put, you know, change the... <laughs> Come on. We, maybe we'll have to call this one Gemma jug Juggles Balls on this one. Oh, Gemma confirms fish are underwater. <laughs> yeah, but what else did I say earlier? I don't know. Something. <laughs> anyway. 
anyway gems so, world yes hope you enjoy that and hope you and thanks for downloading and we will see you uh, soon yes so enjoy tash and scott's uh, tash and scott tash and george anyway so we've got tash and george scott coming on have you been drinking <laughs> and paddleboarding uh, yes high on paddleboarding right okay so if you haven't heard that tash and george scott are coming up they're next so enjoy and thank you for downloading the Big Scooper podcast. So you you just come back from Bikini Atolls? Yeah, we've, we went out uh, in April, come back in May, we were out there for about three weeks. Yeah, three weeks, three weeks in Bikini Atoll, well, between the um, Pacific Islands of um, Kwajalein and um, all the way out to Bikini the Atoll and Bikini Island itself. Yeah, we, we were yeah. three weeks, yeah. Oh. Wow. That's a we'll, mammoth journey to get there. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But I think what we should do for, you know, I know you've, you're, you're quite well known in like the, the diving world, but the I think what we should do for people who don't know you is let's have a little bit of background about, you know, your diving history. Uh, George, you're ex-forters, aren't you? Are you still um, serving? I believe I don't still believe them all. I am actually <laughs> currently serving, so I retired. Very quickly. Yeah, so I'm a current servant soldier. You are. So, you know, Tash, do you want to go first? Tell us a little bit about, you know, what does diving mean to you and what got you started? So, I got into diving because of George. I lived in Weymouth all my life, never dived, which is kind of ironic. It's a bit of a diving mecca, isn't it? And then George started diving with work. Um, I never thought I'd be able to dive. I had terrible trouble in my ears. So um, I was really put off by it, to be fair, and George persuaded me to get going. So I did at Goldenberg Water, a lot of people will have dived at. Pretty much can't see anything from about there. Very <laughs> old, it was winter, but I cracked on and um, got hooked. That was the start of where we are now, to be fair, because of him. I blame George for that. It's cost me a fortune over the years. Um, so, so yeah, very quickly we sort of um, flicked into the military diving with George and I joined in some of some of their diving. So I, I moved over to BZAC, so I'm qualified for Paddy and, uh, and BZAC. And I went through up to instructor uh, levels and um, up to advanced diver and BZAC. And then we just started fight. We found liverboards. One day George came home and said, look, we've got a liverboard. Um, this is this is like going to be amazing. This is really the way to die. I was a bit sceptical, never done it before. Jumped on our first liverboard with um, Blue O2, everyone's familiar with. Uh, and that was the start of a very long relationship with them. And I have no idea how many times we've been out to Egypt and done various liverboards with them now. But it became a thing. And that's how we ended up with Tash and George's dive trips, where it was literally just charter a boat share the cost, get the best deal we can for everybody. And that's where we are now, really. Yeah, and that's really cool. Because mm. you've done, like you say, done numerous uh, trips. And how many people have you got in your group now? The group is actually quite big. Probably in terms of the people that consistently come out on the boats, there's probably 40. Oh, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. 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 yeah, it's it literally, you can put a boat out and in an hour it's gone. I think that's where our paths first crossed, actually. I think it might have been, yeah. I'd start following you, your group, I think, Yeah. on the old Facebook. Yeah. So have you constantly got trips kind of planned for this year, next year? 
yeah, yeah. yeah we've we've literally just scheduled 2025's Red Sea trip. Um, so we're always two or three trips in in advance. Gives people time to pay for it. There's no pressure mm-hmm. on people then. Uh, it just makes it much easier. We're all in a bit of a tight environment now financially, aren't we? So the longer yeah. people want to pay for it, the easier it is. But yeah. I think George's diving history is probably a bit more glittery than mine. And <laughs> he got that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say glittery, but yeah. You started with the military, didn't you? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on then, George. What's yours? Oh, I I started um, done tri dive um, in Florida some years ago. I didn't take it. Then we went away to Dominican Republic. The the diving was free. Um, you didn't I, even do it, did we? I didn't even do it. And then I came back and I thought, right, stop that. And we see if I can get myself trained in military run courses. Or they did at the time down at um, joint, uh, joint Services of Aqua Diving Centre at Fort Boris Hand at the time. I went to put myself on a course down there um, and learned to dive. That was fine. Um, then I, I came across um, Gildenburg Water because we had bought a house down this way and decided to do a dive master internship, which was fun. So I walked in Gildy every every weekend, you know, helping out uncles, etc. A little bit like what you do, Ian. Um, and which, which I thoroughly enjoyed. It was great, met loads of people. Um, and then we went to north of Scotland and started military diving on on expeditions um, all around the world, um, Ascension, Egypt, Gibraltar, Cyprus, mm-hmm. uh, a few places in Malta. Um, and then realised that, you know, I could do that relatively easily. Um, then uh, moving around from place to place, um, I, you know, and going with regular packets of, of, of soldiers that would, that would use the same divers again, again, again abroad. Um, I, I, um, I trained up to become a, a service sub-aqua diving supervisor. So for every diving serial, you, you need a service sub-aqua diving supervisor. So I decided I'm training in that, and which have recently been moved to an expedition service sub-aqua diving supervisor. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to go away um, on diving serials um, three, four times a year, um, all on about what, what we do. So, so he's oh, never here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in between, since, since Bikini, I've been away to Malta and diving, and then I'm just back from Sham last weekend. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I keep I keep relatively busy. So, and then Tasha, like, come on, we're off again. Come on, we're off again. We're <laughs> off again. We're I need we're, to get some in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're kind of getting there. And, and obviously, in, in that period, um, I'd also become interested in. Deep, deep diving it and rebreather diving and um, drifted across to, to where I am now um, diving the JJ Mod 3 level so so that's quite cool as well I quite enjoy that yeah. and that's it So you uh, qualified to dive with your rebreather down to is that 100 minutes? Yes that's correct yes Yeah, yeah. That's a fair old way isn't it? Yeah and yeah. Tash are you on rebreather? No I'm still on open circuit but I've got uh, normox normoxic tickets so that gives me 60 meters on trimix mm-hmm. uh, so it probably gives me pretty much what I want most of the time um great in the red sea at those depths it's really nice and clear I'm not a massive fan of being in the dark um too much it's not my favorite so uh, I use it more abroad than I do here mm. to, to yeah. I suppose if there's uh, something particular that you want to see, um, then it's nice having that range of depth that you can go down to. Two options. Okay. Two yeah. options. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's good. What's your, um, so what's your thoughts on what happened to the sub at the weekend then? Oh, 
I think if there's any way to go on a submarine, that's probably the best way to go, if what they say is true. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick, don't know anything about it. At those depths, they'd have been pulverised in a millisecond, if what but they say. When you think of those depths, you think about, you know, you qualify to go down to 100 metres. That's the fairway. It's the height of the Big Ben. Is, and they were down 3,800. It's such a mental yeah, you just can't comprehend the pressure at that depth. No, no. I suppose that they, they, you know, the privilege enough in life to to have that opportunity to do that. Um, and I suppose with anything that 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 we do as a collective, um, it, it is a risky, is a risky pastime. It, you know, it's adventurous, and you know what, these things do go wrong, but they tried it. Yeah. So a good opportunity, but not a bad way to go. Um, Maybe legislation is going to change now, though. I understand James Cameron's piped up and said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Mm. yeah well, I... The postie <laughs> yesterday delivering delivering something yesterday or the day before said, because he knows we dive. He said, "Just let me ask you a question. Knowing what you know now, if you had the opportunity, no money, you know, to worry about, would you go and visit the Titanic?" I went, "Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> You know the risks, you, you sign up for it, we sign waivers wherever you go. If you go on a boat, yeah. in a you sign your life away. If you go anywhere in the world doing anything that is is anything like diving, where there's an element of risk, you sign your life away. Yeah. You're going to land yeah. it. So, yeah. Yeah. And we, it all has to start somewhere, doesn't it? It's like I said, flying, you know, mistakes have happened as we've gone through, you know, aviation. It's just, yeah. Breathers were totally unlegislated when they first came out. Mm. Yeah, and lots of people died initially. People still died, but lots of people died. They were unlegislated. Then legislation comes in. It's just a process, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's just a, another bit of news, it isn't is, it? So. Is. Now you've mentioned um, quite a few places abroad that you like to dive, and before we really kind of started recording, we we're just talking about Stony um, because you were there yesterday. But uh, where do you like to dive in the UK? Where's like one of your places that you do like to go in the UK? We're probably different on that. Um, I, I quite like going out of Portland. There's lots and lots of different wrecks out there at different depths. There's quite a variety. And UK is quite good. Yeah. Um, obviously, George probably has a different perspective because he looks at some of the deeper stuff. He goes out with some of the guys down like Don, Don Robinson and, and those guys um, who do a lot more of sort of exploratory diving. Uh, but, yeah, I quite, I, I'm a bit partial to Portland, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And are you into photography as well? Do you like taking pictures? Me? Yeah, I probably annoy the hell out of George on most dives that we dive together because I literally have the camera in front of my face most of the time, to be fair. So, yeah, that is a passion of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. George definitely would have a different perspective, I think. Yeah, I just let her crack on, do her own thing. Happy <laughs> wife, happy life. In fact, I think wasn't you, Tash, leading the dive when um, I last dived for you guys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> when the business wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you said your advice. And I found myself in the new group. <laughs> Hashtag fail, never mind. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> I remember that day, actually. Yeah. 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 I can't blame the Viz for that one. 
So, uh, what's your next trip um, you've got coming up? Oh, Egypt this time next week. We fly out, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 It's a lot, isn't it? Got a bit of a packed itinerary with a lot of stuff from, well, from 20 to 100 metres booked in for the week. Mm. So, on that boat, there'll be a range of people doing different dives. Are there not? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, to to be fair, you know, the, 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 the group... That, that tend to come out quite a lot with this. They're such lovely people. And it really doesn't matter about the depths. It's not important. Everybody gets what they want. And this is the great thing about Blue Hill too. They really have, they've got a niche where they can cater on the same dive for guys that want to go to four metres or 104 metres, which yeah. is absolutely fantastic. So I think that's why we keep going back to them. So, mm. um, yeah, we have got a broad gambit between... Um, the Million Hope Prep, which is quite far up north, so beyond where you would know Thistlebaum, on the left-hand side, like you're heading up towards Alexandria, um, yeah. there's a there's a, a wreck called the Million Hope Prep, which structurally it's um, it it's like a, a cargo um, a container, but it's absolutely massive. But um, it's such shallow wreck that the penetrations can be so long and so bright and so airy. That it, we we we've managed to negotiate that into our itinerary, so we're quite excited about that. Um, but then, but then you've got some really deep stuff as well, haven't you? So yeah, yeah. So hopefully to get onto the Gulf Fleet, which would be great. Um, and that that sits off Shabum Gamar, and it sits between about 100 and 105 meters, actually. Um, jammed in between two reefs, so there's a swim through directly below it. So you can imagine it's lying flat, but jammed. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite cool. Um, but the, the irony is, is everybody else can do the exact same dive, um, shallow run, because it's on a reef. So, you know, it's fantastic. Mm. It's really great. So we've got lots and lots of them. Yeah. Well, it's wind dependent, though, because it's always the it's wind that catches. Windy, yeah, yeah. 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 Said it was running up to 16 mile an hour um, wind. So mm. it's yeah. 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 So is wreck diving your thing, George? Uh, yeah, I, I like wrecks. Yeah, I enjoy mm. wrecks. It's not not so good for squishy things, are you? I don't really know what they are. I think they're <laughs> edible. <aren't> they? <laughs> yeah. And how about you, Tash? What's your bag with diving? Um, I would say a swing more to wrecks, but I see the wreck as a reef, so I see it as two mm. two things. You know, you see a lot of life on there. I like taking pictures of the life as well as the wrecks. But I started to um, come back a bit and started enjoying really coming back off the wreck and taking those big money shots where you try and get the whole wreck and go for the wide angle stuff now rather than the the macro kind of photography um yeah yeah, so I quite quite enjoy doing that you can then get a diver in a shot and really see the perspective of the wreck and how big some of those wrecks really are which I don't always appreciate when you dive you only ever see a small bit at any one time so yeah I think I learned quite a long bikini from Ash Sutherland and um, Adam Beard. Thing. Yeah, we had a couple of um, professional photographers in bikini, so it's great when you're on those trips because you can like pick at their knowledge and get tips and advice from them, and they nice. kind of give you yeah. some really, really good pointers, which is quite helpful. Yeah. What sort of camera set and what do you use? I've I've got um, a mirrorless, a Canon uh, EOS Mark III mirrorless camera, so it's quite compact. Yeah. Which makes it quite heavy in the water compared to some DSLRs because there's a lot more airspace in their in their units. But uh, mine mine's quite heavy. Uh, it, it does exactly what I need it to do. I don't really need to 
to it's very very it was a lockdown purchase actually it's one of those that George kept saying you know you should get away from your compact that's what you do all the time go and get something better and somebody in in lockdown was selling a, a setup that got me going so very cheaply some people spend thousands and thousands on their setups I probably haven't even spent 1500 pound on mine just mm. I know some of them it's right time and then waterproof house they're like a couple of grand just on the road oh, that's yeah. before you get the camera and then yeah yeah exactly yeah and I managed to get my housing um the tray and arms and uh, the camera itself for about 600 pound I think Oh, yeah, you're right, Louis. And if Tash used to go off the shelf and put her camera together, it would be horrifically expensive. I put yeah. a package together with a with a well known uh, camera setup in the UK, and I think it came to about four and a half thousand when I did it all from me. Oh. Such money, isn't it? yeah. The car. It <laughs> is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People yeah. say diving is expensive, but then when you suddenly start getting into photography, <laughs> it adds another dimension. You've just got all this kit because, like, when we go now, we're just like. We've got the cars just full of kit. We don't, yeah. I mean, our garage is literally just it's a dive horrific. shack. It's horrific. <laughs> it's a cylinders, compressor, yeah. literally on the table in front of me. The rebreather, right? We have a rebreather. And now I'm buying more kit for honey now. <laughs> you got to buy more for honey. Oh, good God. But the good thing about bringing something into diving, especially from the family, is like, look, love, look, you can have my old one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, right, new it's called uh, stock rotation, Ian. That's what we call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, all the fun starts now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just booked on to go to uh, Lundy, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. In August. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so she, she got to dive with seals. Yeah. yeah, you guys have done that before, right? I, I thought you did that. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah, we did that last year, didn't yeah. we? But yeah, it'd be great to take Honey and uh, for her to experience sea diving. Yeah, just... well, the good thing about that is that they'll go out, find a nice place to um, moor, and then just dive off the boat. Where uh, the only thing with farm that they only literally back up, and then you've got to dive in and. Um, you know, she's only now got into it, and I didn't really want to drop her in just like that. So I yeah. thought that'd be a nice way of getting her a bit yeah. of yeah. experience. And that really yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. What a John here. Yeah, you've got to make it as nice as possible in those early stages, haven't you? Yeah. 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 And it's great. You know, she coped with one dive at Stony, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't push her to do any more. No, I was here. You've got, you've got to be a bit careful. Do you think, well, at this age, you suddenly go, I don't like this, and the loss is so easily done. And keeping it exactly as you've just said with, with her daughter, who, um, you know, she came up in the diving model, we got her on the twin set really, really early in life, and you know, she was quite competent. We took her away in a liverboard, uh, exactly as you just said, so to show how good it can be. Came back in the winter, took her to Stony, and she was like, Maybe I'll well sell my kit now, dad. I ain't getting back in there. <laughs> She just might as well consider me a warm water diver yeah. from now on. Yeah, yeah. is she still yeah. diving while she's in the Navy? Um, she's not dived for some time. She's just been absolutely maxed out with, with training. and To be fair, Christmas before last, we took her away to the Cenotes, so we went and dived out in Mexico yeah. in the Cenotes. She loved that. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she keeps saying, Dad, can I go back to Mexico? Dad, can I go back to Mexico? And we keep saying... We'll try and fit it in, love. We'll try and fit it in. But, you know, <laughs> diaries just like that all the time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's because you're getting on in the Navy. Oh, God. Loving it. Strength to strength. Yeah. yeah. Doing so really well. She, she brought her boat 
um, down south. So she's now down in the Guz, as they call it, planet. Uh, she posted down there and she has noticed a massive seismic shift in temperature between Faz Lane and Plymouth. And I said, funny that, love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, her, her submarine's in for, um, we're not allowed to say submarine, you've got to call it a boat. I'll yeah. get told off. Her boat is uh, in for a refit, so she could refit, be down yeah. south for a wee while, which is good. Yeah. Which would be worse, you could have called her shit. <laughs> yeah. Say something like you can fit a boat in a ship or a ship in a boat. I can't remember which way around it is. I have no idea. <laughs> My brother was out on his boat uh, last weekend. You said it was 23 degrees down at, um, off the needles. In oh, the wow. Nice. Yeah. In the wow. Water. Lovely. Yeah. 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 Really warm down there. Yeah. yeah. No wonder she's noticing the difference. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll certainly be looking forward to my 30 degree water temperature next week. Yeah, that's absolutely. for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Bikini Atolls, then. So, yeah. um, you know, it's one of the places to go in the diving world and uh, chance of a lifetime to go. Uh, so, tell us about it. You know, um, you know, whose idea was it to go? And was it, did it take a lot of organising? Massive amount of organising. Definitely George's idea. I wasn't even technically qualified to do bikini when he decided he wanted to do it, I would say. So I had to go through a bit more of a training, um, a bit more training to get my non-moxic for open circuit. George was already qualified, but um, yeah, definitely George's idea. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> um, you know, exactly as you just said, Ian, you know, it's, it's one of those bucket list trips. And um, fortunately for me, I had... You know, I'd come up to what was at the time a retirement and, you know, the, the forces take care of you and you have a window before tending to start. Well, didn't quite work out for me as, as planned. Nonetheless, um, I, I decided that I was going to put some money aside to, to take Tash and I out to Bikini without really doing as much legwork as I probably could have done. Um, and then over the period of a couple of years and going through a lockdown, I realised just exactly how far it was um, and that it was going to take, maybe three and a half days to get here. Um, and yeah, the rest is pretty much history. So just, just to put some kind of concept on how long it takes for somebody in the UK to get here, get mm. to Bikini, you get on a flight, You um, your destination in the US is Honolulu. So it takes 10 hours to go, depending on what way around. The, re- the route we took was San Francisco, Honolulu. So 10 hours from, from UK to San Francisco, seven hours San Francisco to Honolulu. We took the opportunity to have two nights in Honolulu, which um, from George's perspective was a really good idea. Pretty much got no choice because the way it worked, you're crossing the deadline. So your luggage, you struggled to keep up with you, um, which was great because um, TSA intercepted my baggage and they took my rebreather apart, etc. And then refused to fly it. Yeah, they refused to fly it from San Francisco. So we had a day to try and fix that. Then it turned up. Which is great. Now, once once you leave Honolulu, you get on what they call the island hopper, and the island hopper goes between Honolulu normally all the way to Guam, um, via several different islands. So it goes from Honolulu to Majuro and then to Kwajalein. That's another seven hours. When you get to Kwajalein, you land. Kwajalein is a military base. They lease the island from the Marshall Islands on like a really really long hundred year lease or something. So it's, a, it's a all military and you're not allowed anywhere without being pretty much um, escorted. They put you in this room, which has uh, no, it's very open. There's no fans. It's not, 
air conditioned it's absolutely roasting hot you've just got off a plane you hang in you, you want to drink water there's no water and they leave you there for as long as they choose to leave you there just because they can that's what it feels like <laughs> Sasha's making it sound like one ton of more beer. <laughs> wasn't that bad. It sounds like <laughs> an orange boy in the jacket, boy in the suits. Yeah. I have no idea how long we were there for, but it was quite some time. They then kind of escort you, which is literally a couple of hundred yards away, to the ferry terminal. And in the ferry terminal, you're left for another about three hours while you wait for the ferry, which is a military boat done by the military. So whenever they choose to take you is when you go. Um, you get on the ferry... And you go to a neighbouring island, which is 20 minutes away, called Ebi, or Ebi, depending on... It's the US military, when you say yes. military. Yeah. So it's all US, that's a US boat. Yeah. 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 And then once you get to Ebi, you meet the dive boat. And the dive boat then takes you from there to Bikini. And that in its own right, depending on the weather, is between 27 and 30 hours across the Pacific, and trust me, it's not not a flat calm journey. <laughs> and apparently, it never is. So it's you, there's not a lot you can do for thirty hours. Bar lie down, and when you go down for dinner, you're literally holding on to everything and trying to eat and hold on to everything because absolutely nothing stays still. You you literally rock. It's it's water sky, water sky <laughs> the whole journey. How big a boat was you, was you on? Uh, she's about thirty eight meters long. Um, but a uh, bit of a story, we actually ended up on two boats. So the boat that we should have been on um, didn't quite make it to port in time. It was delayed. But their other boat, Taka, um, was actually in port. So what they did is they put us on that boat for two days, which meant we had a bit of a unique opportunity to dive the aeroplane graveyard and the Prince Eugen, which is in the Kwajalein Atolls. Yeah. So we had a couple of days diving there. And then they transferred us across to Truckmaster, which is now Solomon's Master, Some, I think yeah. it is, that they just changed the livery on that one. Um, and then once we transferred across that, we then steamed a, across to Bikini to start the Bikini itinerary. Yeah. Almost had two boards in one. <laughs> and yeah. is that the quickest way that you did it? Or are they quicker ways? Yeah. Trust me, Jim, if yeah. we could have got there quicker, we yeah. would have. Just, <laughs> if I could have teleported myself there, I would have. <laughs> it's pretty remote, isn't it? So did you yeah. have, like, is there, what happens if something goes wrong? Is there, Where's the nearest, like, uh, chamber? Um, mm. Another 30 hours back in the same direction. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Again, it's... that's a, you know, that's part of the process. And the... Yeah, but this is what happened with Chris. Mm. They went out and somebody... somebody um, was ill on first dive. And then Are you talking about the there. Crystal Sea Scuba trip out there? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's one of our guys. Yeah. Yeah, he comes, he dives with us um, and he was actually due to go out on this trip with us uh, and, at, and at sort of a later stage yeah. pulled out. Mm. He wasn't really ready for it again. Yeah, so. I think, I think so, yeah. No, no. Just memories trip. started coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but unfortunately, if something happens, you have no option but to deal no. with that. And then people miss out on their trip. So just to add, to add a bit of context to that, they have actually got blow up chambers aboard the boat. So the, oh, the yeah. in extremis, there is an opportunity they can put you in a blow up chamber aboard the boat. Um, if you know if you ended up in a bit of a uh, you know an oddity. But the beauty of, of the atoll is 
all, all the wrecks are pretty much much as depth wise they all pretty much sit between in the 50 to 60 meter margin 40 50 60 meter margin so so nothing's really going to be that deep 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 mm-hmm. no yeah. and you're only doing two dives a day but it's not catastrophic deep you know so yeah so actually when you look at it like that it, it it's a pretty um benign environment and relatively yeah. Yeah. Just sensible careful make sure you're hydrated make sure you're well slept all the usual stuff that you you advise people to avoid um yeah. you know, impression or whatever you just you, you've got to know your own body know your own limits and sometimes you say well, i'm not going to do that dive and that's yeah. it you know because you live to dive the next time yeah it's true so it's, yeah you just you have just got to be totally sensible about it yeah. but it, um it's it's a it's a really strange environment. So um, it started off with Operation Crossroads, um, and that that was two atomic bombs which they were testing out in the atolls. So they basically vacated um, the living population there to a nearby, uh, or not too nearby, should I say, a neighbouring atoll. Um, and this is where they started doing all the testing, and they kind of p- persuaded them that this was for the better of humanity and and what a part of history they were going to be. But ultimately, it would appear that really they just wanted to blow stuff up um, and test it. So um, the the Operation Crossroads was part of the first two atomic bombs that were set off there. Um, and the the outcome of all of the, the, the nuclear bombs that ended up getting set, set off is the, um, it's a bowl, essentially. So there's no life underneath. It's a sandy bottom bowl. This is where <laughs> this is where SpongeBob SquarePants comes in, obviously, mm. with sandy bottom, because it really is a sandy bottom. It is a it is a bowl. There's no there's no reefs down there. There's no stones down there. It's just a, a bowl of sand with shipwrecks on it. Mm. So everything so, that was there has basically just been swept away. I mean, they obliterated a couple of of islands in the process. Uh, Yeah, everything was just completely obliterated. I read that the second bomb that went off was bigger than actually what they planned it to be. Yeah. I think they put a dunton different to it, and that went off, and that was huge. I don't know if this is nice or not, but each of the bombs had a little name. They they codenamed them, each of the bombs. So the first one... um, was which was called testable which was the first one that didn't actually have a massive impact on uh as as well not as massive impact as they expected i don't think um and that um uh, bomb was called gilda i don't know why there's probably a story behind why it's called gilda i don't know why and then the second one which is the one that was a bit more famous was test baker that's one that you hear a lot of people talking about that was yeah. the one that really put some of those um ships and subs to to the bottom of the sea um, and that one was called Helen. Again, <laughs> I think it's something to do with the phonetic alphabet. Um, okay. And, and it goes through the phonetic alphabet. But that that was the first two that kind of um, started it off. And I just, they didn't really understand radiation, I don't think, did they? They didn't really Not clean. Really. They didn't clean up properly. They just hosed people down and nobody was protected. They didn't have any protection on. Um, yeah, it's quite barbaric when you look at it yeah. now. You know what we know now. It was yeah. so it was, it was so by the Americans. This would be a really good thing for the development. 
of the Marshallese Islanders in the, in the whole Pacific and it would bring money to the community. And there, there was an agreement that it would get something like 150 million would go into the Marshallese community and um, they signed the charter and all the rest of it. And to this day, the Marshallese have never received that money. So it's a lot of speculation. Yeah, a lot of speculation mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And actually, um, in recent years, only what, eight, nine years ago, the the um the little community that they had on Bikini Island of of Americans they had a dive club there um and a, a little um, a set of shacks so they could take you for for you back in and out to the wrecks etc they've all been pulled so it's just the environment agency on 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 Bikini Island so there's two environment agency workers and the rest's a ghost town it's mm. quite but it's it's quite but bizarre when you actually take a trip to the island itself because it is genuinely beautiful it's like a yeah. tropical island tropical paradise island that you could just imagine in in you know in, in the pacific you know, yeah <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the pacific yeah. right granted but it's absolutely beautiful it's stunning beaches beautiful yeah. palm trees but you know you can't eat the produce there that you can't nothing can grow there that's safe to eat so they have to ship everything in really even after all these years yeah 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 so, what so about no what about marine life? Is there any fish? There are. Yeah, it's not as um, it's not as healthy as going to Egypt. Maybe. Yeah. There's no three-eyed fish for anyone that thinks there are. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Didn't see Godzilla. No, no sadly. No, sadly not. Yeah, no. Yeah. no. Um, That's right. There was a reference to bikini and Godzilla. Yeah. Wasn't there? Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, yeah, but there's <laughs> Gemma doesn't watch any films, so I project. Need to get a telly. Oh, Gemma. I need a, you need to tell it. Yeah. yeah. But they, they started off with um, 95 vessels from, there was all sorts. There was US, there was Japanese, I think there were some German ones there. Um, of those 95 vessels, seven are the, there's seven really that are diveable, that you tend to be the common ones that you dive. The rest were either pulverized. Um, are down there but there's not much of them or they actually had to scuttle them because they couldn't scrap them because of the radiation they weren't safe to scrap so they actually had to scuttle them elsewhere so one of them for example Prince Eugen was a German um, ah that's the one yes yeah. that was the one that was towed to America exactly well done yes, yes. and yes. then I couldn't I couldn't remember the name it was towed to so after the war hmm. right the Americans said, well, we're going to have that battleship and we're going to take it around as pride as we as won the war, fair enough. So they towed it, because it, it couldn't work. The engines were seized. They had to tow it all the way to America, had it on show, and then they towed it out there, didn't they? Well, we towed it out there. No, no, you, you'd yeah. bang on. And they thought, oh, who's yeah. They tried to blow it up and it didn't <laughs> blow up. So what they then did is they towed it back to Kwajalein. Yeah. And, and moored it there. And then eventually, because the bilges weren't working and all ships leak, that's why they have bilges, um, it just sunk. So she now sits and literally her prop is literally just out of the water. Yeah. You see a prop from the really? Yes, yeah. great, right. It's beautiful and it goes all the way down and there's so much light penetration. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. Same so, with respect, though, because, like, you know, there's the German fleet and all that. But it's still, it's still an awesome, awesome yeah. ship in its day. You can see it like that, come yeah. to that sort of fate. Was it all in the Battle of Jotland at one point? It was something like that, yeah. yeah, it was yeah it's been in some really famous, yeah. famous stuff. I mean, this 
Yeah. But alongside, alongside, well, not quite alongside, but um, within that kind of uh, area, you've also got the aeroplane graveyard. And they literally, George, remember what they are, is it Hellcats? Hellcats. And bombers and that. Uh, yeah, and um, they lit. They didn't know what to do with all of them. Hell divers. Hell divers. Sorry. Hell divers. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they didn't know what to do with them all, so they just like dumped them. So we did another dive not far from the Oigan that is just called the Aeroplane Graveyard. You go in, and there's a bomber, uh, Hellcat, and then uh, <laughs> and um, you literally go from one to the other. There's hundreds of them. There's wow. just so many of them in the in the water there. Must be amazing experience. Yeah. yeah, absolutely incredible. Relatively shallow, it's in and around 30 odd metres. Um, mm -hmm. But the real stuff, once you get to Bikini, to be fair, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. On, on their vessels, they put all sorts on their uh, guinea pigs. There's a lot of guinea pigs in one way or another, but guinea pigs, rats, pigs, cows, all rigged up with machinery to see what would happen to them. <laughs> they got blown up quite barbaric, really. Uh, mm -hmm. I couldn't get away with that today, could you? No. Um, it's it's really good that you get to learn the history you know mm. of being in that site and environment then you know you come back with all this knowledge as well it's oh it's, it's incredible because mm. um you know one of the dives we did which was the uh, ijn negato which is imperial yeah, japanese, japanese navy. navy um was an incredible dive we've got some amazing pictures from our our uh, new favorite photographers um adam and ashley yeah. uh, over there and uh, got some amazing pictures there, but the, the real cool story, cool well, story behind it is the uh, Admiral or, or whatever the Japanese call the higher end of things was, <laughs> was the one that had um, basically issued the orders to uh, start Pearl Harbor. And we'd visited Pearl Harbor on our return journey and, mm. and gone through and seen all of the Pearl Harbor, done all of the tours there, which were absolutely fascinating. Mm. So it felt like a bit of a historical circle that we yeah. were yeah. doing. Um, but yeah, I think you, you dived that ship where they did all the where, where they had the meet and all that. Where they had the what? Sorry, yeah. so where they had their meeting to when you stood there. Yes. They, it's yes. like a map room. I've, I've seen from uh, somebody else's dive there, and that's that's in the USS Saratoga, the USS Saratoga, which is it's a big aircraft carrier. It's a phenomenal wreck. Two hundred sixty-four meters. It's aircraft deck. Which, to put that in perspective, for, for something that a lot of people would know, is over twice the length of the physical. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, some, some really great penetrations, exactly as you just alluded to, down into to the CMC Crisis Management Centre Ops Room area, where they have the maps and they've controlled all these things, etc. But I'd say the more fun parts are um, going past the barber shop, into the <laughs> dentist room, into yeah, the right, dive right. locker, you know, and, and seeing these um, Mark Sexy Gorman helmet, you know, and, and and you know, and then you sort of like think, hang on, wait, wait a minute, I'm in the middle of the Pacific here, I'm three levels down on a US aircraft carrier. 20 minutes into a penetration. Yeah, 20, 25 minutes into a penetration. How much gas have I got left? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very long way in and exceedingly silty. I mean, open circuit guys are a pain in there, to be frankly honest. And yeah, me. There's the bubbles. Yeah, because yeah, you literally your bubbles go up, and then you just get all of these shards and um, bits of metal come down over the top of you. And the minute they 
even those little bits that land in the silk then create a, a system. Mm. So um, skill wise, you've got to be really on your on point with your skills then for like buoyancy yeah. in use and things like that. Absolutely need to be on point with your rep penetration, your ability to line out, to understand all of that kind of stuff. Um, quite a lot of it is is lined anyway, but you still need to understand your protocols of what to do. If you can't, if you have a silt out, you are a long way from getting out where we were in some spots. Um, so you do have to have quite a lot of confidence, to be are fair. Given a guide, or can you have a guide? Yeah, we had a guide. We a uh, chap called Craig Johnson, who's phenomenal. Um, Very experienced. Phenomenal experience. Yeah, chap out there, Canadian guy, super nice, and. Um, Really knows his stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he's just a real fun person. He's actually, he, he was actually shifting about. So Master Lookaboard's really done a solid and they shifted around the, the, the staff because sadly, during lockdown, everything came to a grinding halt and the boats mm-hmm. that, that run in truck and bikini, obviously, um, as, as tourism wasn't a thing, they got moored up pretty much. Now, the truck season was well underway and they were bringing the staff um, from the the um, from truck that had finished that season there across his dive guide. Sadly, that meant that there was a, a, a little bit of a skill gap, but nothing they couldn't work around. So rather than put dive guides on um, the boat with us that hadn't dived that, um, Master said, OK, well, we'll take the skipper, who used to be a dive guide, off of this boat, and we'll give them to you as a dive guide. Of course, he thought, happy days. I don't even need to skipper. I'm a dive guide again, getting paid as a skipper. Solid. So yeah, it worked out really, really well, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, and he, he just knows he knows these wrecks inside out. He's done hundreds and hundreds of dives on them. So um yeah, absolutely fantastic. Mm. Yeah, great trip, it sounds, yeah. So yeah, it, I mean we we die we dived all of the seven common ones, so there's a couple of subs in there, um, battleships, destroyers, that kind of stuff. Uh, all the names that people would recognise. Um Pilot fish was a submarine. Yeah, USS Pilot fish. Um, the Nagata, which we've talked about, USS Carlisle. Anderson Apigan. Yeah. Yeah. I never know how to pronounce that one. Apigan. Apigan. A P O G. It's a funny I think one. Apigan. Apigan. Um. Uh, oh, and Arkansas. On oh, the Arkansas. Yeah. What's what your favourite dive out the lot? Saratoga, all day long, for me. Yeah, I'm kind of with mm. Sash on that one. To be fair, they nickname yeah. it the Sash. Um. And it's the one that everybody seems to want to do before you get there. And sometimes you can be disappointed, but it just does not disappoint. Mm. So many, I can't remember how many dives we did on that that one. It was a lot. Um, but you've never seen the same thing twice. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. So have you got any more big trips that better afield? Uh, yeah. So we're off to truck in February. Um, we've got a couple more love boards before then. And then uh, in Egypt, and then we were off the truck in February. So, so we're quite excited about that. Yeah. Um, Is that a first yeah. time for truck? For truck, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This has been rolled over a Again, few years yeah. because of COVID and and what have you. It took them a really long time to open their doors, um, and I think we were moved about four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is quite an exciting one for us as well. And then um, on the horizon, we're hoping to go out to the Solomon Isles. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, I know that's sadly a little bit further against this <laughs> travel thing. So I think that's probably going to be. But there's a nice World War fleet out there to go and. Uh, yeah. Go yeah. 
do a yeah. bit of legwork in the background as well to find yeah. out more about. Yeah. And are these all um, trips that you've got through your group? So people, yeah. yeah. So so if people want to know a bit more, where's the best place for them to? So we put everything on Tash and George's dive trips on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So all of our trips get uploaded there. We put put out the you know what do you want to do, what you're interested in, gauge your interest, get the trip put up. So it all happens there, really, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, a bit, bit of a slave to Facebook for that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose with some of these, um, you know, especially if it calls for more certs or uh, more experience, it gives people to a year, maybe two years, to mm. work on some of that and build that up. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't technically qualified for bikini when we booked it. Oh. Um, yeah, Tom wasn't, but both of us got our qualifications where we needed to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's all doable. Like yeah. training gym, isn't it? You only you train for the action you're going to undertake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Well, we'll put the link in the show notes so people, yeah, if they're listening and want to have a look at the up and coming trips. Yeah, yeah. Do our questions? Yes, I'll set questions. <laughs> okay, so this is um to each of you. If you could take three people diving, so they don't need to be divers as such, just the principle of taking them diving, past or present, who would you take, Tash? Yeah, so I've, I've been thinking long and hard about this. I'd love to have taken my mum diving. She would have loved it. She was in the Navy. Um, unfortunately, her disabilities would have meant she could have never gone diving. So, um, But she would have loved it, absolutely loved it. My dad can't swim, but I, he would just be fascinated by everything we see down there. So I'd love to take <laughs> him back to swim, but this is never going to happen. He doesn't even like water in his ears. Um, and the third one, probably a bit controversial because of the way he was, is, is Jack Cousteau. I mean, he bashed Rex around, he bashed the Pissagorn to death, didn't he? Yeah. Um, we, we just wouldn't get away with now, but what a fascinating chap. And, and you know, it's certainly a, a history. Yeah. You know, change, change the course of history with diving and what have you. So um, I think it would be fascinating to go for a dive with him. Yeah. I think he's a must. And um, it always amazes me the depths he used to do on air. You know, oh, yeah. they just yeah. saying, wow, how did you ever cope with that? But with we, never learned, that, that we never learned everything until these people tried these things. This is where all the stats come from, is what yeah. happens in, you know, chuck someone in and let's see what happens. It's how we know what we know today, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, good answers, good answers. How about you, um, George? I'm not pretty pathetic like that. <laughs> and I would say my wife, my daughter, and any of my friends, literally. Yeah. So yeah, so not as cool as Jack Cousteau, but a bit more honest. Um, <laughs> but it's lovely through your experiences. Everybody else can, you know, experience your underwater world. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, second question. Okay, and um, you can have either a joint one or individually. I don't mind. But we like to give our listener a life hack, a nugget. Can be about diving. That'd be great. If not, that's fine. If not, uh, do you have one for us? I think um, some, one thing George always says is, uh, if you want to do it, do it. Don't don't worry about blockers. There's always a way to get around it. So if you want to go to bikini, a lot of people say, I can't afford it. There'll be a way somehow. Just book it far enough in advance, whatever. So I think that's one thing George always says to me, which is very true. I probably wouldn't have done all the stuff in diving that I've done if it hadn't been for George kind of unlocking that potential yeah. and unlocking those um, 
the ways forward. And and just recently, the other thing that I would say, just through some things that have happened in my personal life, is live every day like it's your last. Yeah. It's just one of those things probably ties in quite nicely with, with the first one, but that, that's for me, I think. Exactly that. You know, yeah. um, I, I say to people, this sounds really pathetic, don't laugh, don't laugh, right? <laughs> yeah. Have the pop it on. Have the extra naan bread. Have that extra pint, you know? Yeah. Have a second cup of coffee. Doesn't matter. Book the second holiday. Go for 10 days. Don't have seven, you know? Seize the day because, do you know what? A lot of people die young and die miserable and it's a big world out there. Yeah. Money is spent and when it's gone, you soon get it back again. It, you know, it, it's always a, oh, how can I afford that? Once you paid for it, it's paid for. So seize the day. So absolutely. Have the naan bread. Have the pop it on. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, no, really cool. have fun. Yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, no, very good. Um, is there anything that takes either of you out of your comfort zone? Um, for me, there's always something in diving that takes you out of your comfort zone. I think, and you can be a bit bravado about it, but mm. there is always something. So you know, starting my trimix journey was um, not from a depth perspective, but it's a lot of learning. But I think probably mainly for me, because it's something that I never, ever, but I refused to go in any wreck for a long time. Wouldn't penetrate any wreck whatsoever. And now I'm going into some really deep penetration um, that I've never done before. But every time you penetrate a wreck, you always look at how much further can I go next time? But because you haven't done it, that takes you a little bit out of your comfort zone until you've done it for the first time. So every time you go a little bit further, for me, takes me out of the comfort zone makes me slightly apprehensive which is not a negative thing that's actually a good thing because it makes you look at what you're doing properly it makes you think about it it makes you be less kind of complacent and what have yeah. you so lots of things in diving I think for me take me out of the comfort zone yeah how about you George hates hates scares the Jesus out of me hates and that's there that's really and bizarre, spiders. isn't it? When we drive to Dorothea Quarry over in North Wales, which is a nice deep sort of hundred plus technical yeah. the route we go, if we if it goes wrong and we end up going over Snowdonia, he's like a quivering mess in the back of the car. Oh my god. So we I always have to, have to try and go the other van. way. Yes, no, hates yeah. just no, I don't agree with it at all. I'm allergic to them. Do you be allergic to them? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I was, I'm allergic to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before I ask the last question, I'm going to just, I think we should mention as well uh, for the people uh, who can't see what Cash and George are wearing, uh, we'd be able to give a shout out to come uh, to 03. Cash has sporting the 03 t shirt. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Uh, George is sporting the JJ CCR t shirt. Jesus. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. And we better give a shout out to our lovely sponsors, Mark Denny. Yes. Yeah. Who we went to. And I have to say that we all use Shearwater stuff yeah. that we've got from Mark Denny, even our Terex and Perdix yeah. and Birds. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. I saw one, a nerd, on yeah. Wednesday, and I was amazed. Yeah. <laughs> It's really awesome, are. yeah. Although I think you look a bit like the Borg when you, you know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to see you have a compass on there and everything, yes, that's clever, clever stuff. I like the Borg look. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, very good. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, guys at NARC are, yeah, really helpful for anybody in that sort of technical world. Yeah. And yeah, and they're, they're super friendly. We've been there before, and, uh, you know, the guys have shown us around the factory and yeah, you know, sure. there's lots of things we probably shouldn't have seen. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just super friendly. You just want to talk to you, don't they? So, 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 <laughs> we've seen the tarot before. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's true. yeah. 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 No, great people. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Okay, so last question. Um, right, Tash, I'm going to go for you first. You, we're going to give you a billboard, and you can put anything on it you like. It could be a picture, oh, it could be a video, it could be an it's, image, it can be a statement, whatever you like, but you've got a billboard. What are you going to I had a statement. I had a statement to start with, and then when you said picture, I thought, actually, at the moment, my favourite diving picture is uh, of me between two guns on the legato, um, which I think I sent over to you actually, but uh, it's just an incredible picture at 50 metres. Um, it looks so bright. It's, yeah, so I'd probably put that up with the slogan, live every day like it's your last. There you go. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Nice answer. George. That's a difficult one. That's a really tricky one. That is. You've got some cool photos from Bikini to be fair. Yeah, I know. Probably an ace, an ace four would be nice. And um, don't forget your friends. Don't forget yeah. your friends. That, that's a really good one, you know, because uh, you see things that, um, you know, where, where people actually let go of themselves and, and progress on. And, and I think that bringing your friends through your journey is a really important thing to do. And we've tried, certainly with, with our daughter, to keep her in, in, in included in everything we've done. And, and everything we've done, whatever, we've never let go of our friends. Even on the boat, that brings in what you're saying there. You've yeah. got an right eclectic bunch on the boat from people that are super well qualified in diving to not very well qualified. You've got glittering careers in all sorts of areas of of jobs to um, somebody who's just retired, trickling along, not doing very much. But it's a real, it's all about the crack. And every it's a very, very level playing field once you're on the back of the dive deck, all chatting and, and all friends. And you're right, you know, those, those guys, the guys that we see, time in and time out on those on those trips it's great fun isn't yeah. it i think an, an, an experience to, to to go somewhere is only as good as the person you share it with if you've got nobody to share it with yeah not really an experience no. so don't forget friends yeah, yeah. i like that it's nice okay. answer that great answers lovely answers yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah and it brings kind of full circle what diving is all about doesn't it yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, having fun and yeah sharing the experiences definitely Exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, thank you. thank you very much. Yeah, really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, right, and yeah. hopefully, um, you know, people will make inquiries on your Facebook page and, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have a few more people, yeah, tapping you up as in, yeah, boat trip and dive trip. Thank you very yeah. much. Brilliant. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you very much. Have a great and, uh, See you at Lake next time, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's a bit later. clearer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, well, um, that's really cool. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, amazing. You know, hearing about a place so far away and about their diving experience. Yeah, yeah. we want to say thanks to uh, George and Tash for coming on. Um, I want to get them on to really have a chat about the 
about their trip because it sounded fantastic. And, um, you know, it's, uh, as we said, it's a chance, a lifetime t- type of location to go dive. Yeah. yeah but so much history there as well. Yeah, that's right. And like, obviously, you know, you have a look at Truck um, and Bikini and uh, just the history of alone is an amazing, mm. well, yeah. the huge Some of the ships which are there involved, um, you know, it's good to, um, it's amazing to see in life, the books they read about in history. Yeah, history. yeah, history comes alive. It takes so long to get there. Yeah, but then you're rewarded with that diving. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously they do lots of other trips as well through their Facebook group. So, yeah, like, you know, that's really um, good. So take a look at it and... Uh, yeah, maybe make an inquiry and you never know, you might end up on Tash and George's time. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I believe it's all on Facebook. Yeah, there. yeah. You know, that's how I first came up um, to uh, know Tash and George through the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. So, no, but thank you very much for coming on. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for down- downloading this episode. Um, also, we should say happy birthday to Tash. Yes, I was going to say that. You hear this? Uh, happy birthday! <laughs> Your birthday podcast edition. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, we listen to this on the dive boat. So what was that? I know yeah. that's pretty big mega. Actually. Yeah, and if you're a new listener, welcome. And uh, yeah, there's lots of other episodes to download. Um, over 150. Yeah, if you are wondering what a liver boat is all about, a liver boat, a liver board, a liver board, uh, what a liver boat. <laughs> Is I you know somebody asked me once what is it because they heard somebody else talking about it. I mean, literally, you, you'd be on a boat for, and there can be in the Red Sea. There's other ones, you know, all around the world that you can go on. But basically, you can be on a boat and you'll do several dives all during the whole week. Yes, and yeah. it's a fabulous way of seeing a part of the world where you just want to dive, and it's literally. You, you dive probably three or four times a day, all different dives. Different locations and, through the week. And then after the week, you go home. Yeah, yeah. So so definitely a good way to do Oh, it is. When I did mine, I did many firsts for mm. me, um, you know, which I probably might not have done if I hadn't gone on a little bit. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, I, I've been telling you, you know, yeah. it's something for you to do at some yeah. stage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that'd be really cool. So, yeah. So, anyway, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening to this episode and uh and after this i'm not sure who we've got who we got coming up after this one um we're going to be talking to sandy oh yes yeah so that's in the pipeline yes, we'll be chatting to sandy and hearing about um their equipment yeah look forward to that so uh look them up in the meantime sandy diving thanks to night at 90 for always sponsoring this episode we really love you guys and uh, having you on board. It's always really cool. Look them up at night90.com. Yeah, so thank you for downloading and uh, we'll see you next time. So right now, this was The Big Scuba Podcast. See you soon. Now that does wrap up today's episode of The Big Scuba Podcast. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. That way, you will never miss an episode from us. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. 
If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We will get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Music